Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is Season 5, Episode 16, The One with the Cop. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, When we ended the last episode, I said I was really excited. But you didn't remember why. You didn't know what I was um, excited for. (laughs) What was hidden, because the title doesn't give away all the goodness hidden inside. Exactly, exactly. And little (laughs) did we know, little did you know what treat awaited you. Some really excellent. Such a treat. Ross Geller comedy. (laughs) It's nice for a couple episodes, at least, um, that Ross is kind of like, not back on top necessarily, but like he was in such a pit for the last, you know, sixteen episodes. Yeah, he is it's getting. It's nice it. to like see him around. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to see him just win a little bit, even though it's not anything like over the top. It's just um, n- neutral. At least Ross is he's like back neutral. on his feet. He's yeah, back he's back feet. on his feet in one in one um, way, I guess. Yes. Um, because right, a few episodes ago, he's like, I'm a disgrace. I should live under somebody's bridge. And he wasn't wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just didn't have a lot to offer for a bit. So It would be um, really easy like to just I, – I totally know I've been there where you just kind of look around and you're like, okay, failing at love, failing at work, failing in my personal life. Yes. And you're like, cool, 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 with like no end in sight for any of those things to get back on track. And he's a he's And like really failing. Yeah, yeah. Like non-existent in all three or like torpedoed actually all three. And he's he's like a planner. He's like an organized guy. So he's not just like a, oh, you know, if it was Phoebe, it'd kind of be like, well, let's see what tomorrow holds, you know. But he's like, I don't even have a plan for how I'm going to get out of this rut. So you could see why he was just like spiraling because that made it even more sad but totally because there's a difference between like oh I didn't get that new job I wanted or I didn't get that promotion I wanted those are kind of like they suck but it's not like you're failing it's just not your time you know but yeah Ross lost his job and it's not like oh I thought we'd be moving in together by now or getting married by now it's like no your wife left you because you said somebody else's name at the altar like yeah yeah that's it it's it's not just like the work the it's not just like the relationship with Emily didn't happen it's like he blew it it's not just like they were like (laughs) hey sorry Ross we have to fire some people and we're letting you go it was like he lost his mind and got himself put on sabbatical you know and so it's like yeah yeah it's like he torpedoed (laughs) so So true it's Mm. so true um but yeah Ross is back on top it's good to be here good to have you Ross um we've got some stuff going on this in this episode we've finally now we're in the land of as we were last episode joey and mon or oh my gosh joey and monica chandler and monica oh freudian slip i don't know um (laughs) chandler and monica are out in public with their relationship and um they are canoodling everywhere they can and Joey sees them just all snuggled up on the chair doing the crossword. And I, this is one of the best things when Chandler's like, what's a, what's a six letter word for red? And Joey's like, up, oh, dark red, dark red. <laughs> and I think they cut this part out, but there, he's like, um, 
Oh, no, he it's not cut out. But he's like, there's a connect in the dots for you uh, later if you want it. Um, Yeah. Sweet, sweet Joey. Uh, But he sees them and then he proceeds to have a dream about canoodling with Monica doing the crossword where (laughs) dog. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're really like leaning hard on the on the stupid Joey. Sweet, dumb Joey. I know. Sweet, sweet Joey. Uh, It reminds me of Big Daddy because we watched that recently where he's like helping, ironically, Ben. uh, Oh, yeah. Dylan and Cole Spruce um, helping him with his schoolwork. And he's doing like Benjamin Franklin, Philadelphia, Liberty Bell, like all these long, big words for a little kid. And they try to help the delivery guy. And he's like, fish? Hippopotamus. Pony? Oh. <laughs> Heep? Heep up? Heep up anonymous? Heep up anonymous? Oh, so funny. Um, but yeah, dog and cat. And so he is all canoodly with Monica. And then he fr- is kind of freaking out because he's like, am I in love with Monica? What does this mean? Well, so and in the dream, nothing really happens. They're just like hugging yes. and cuddling. But yes, I love when he wakes up and he his eyes get really, really big. And I mm-hmm. like I nearly started slow clapping in my living room because I'm just like, Matt LeBlanc, please teach acting on Masterclass. Wouldn't you take that? Oh, I would totally. I would. I don't even want to be an actor, but I just feel like it would just like he needs to teach like he needs to teach something about his like he was just the best one. Well, maybe not the best. He's really good. His his, reactions and facials are some of the best, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does have. I love his wide eyed like when the stripper steals the ring. Yes, it's totally the same energy. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Um. But yeah, so now right. every time he sees Monica, he acts super awkward. She's like wearing his sweatshirt and she's like, oh, sorry, I borrowed it. I hope that's okay. And he's like, oh, okay, but it's just going to smell like you. And she's like, you're just saying I stink? And he's like, no, you smell no, like you a meadow. You smell like a meadow. <laughs> it's funny that like he's he's bothered by her, by them like cuddling and her like being there and borrowing his stuff, but not for the... Not for the normal reasons. Like, he's not annoyed that she's always in their space or that they're being, like, cuddly. And right. The, or, like, right. why would you borrow my clothing? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's he's annoyed, but it's, yeah, not for the not for the normal reasons. Well, because he's afraid. He's like, I don't know what this means. It must mean I'm in love with her, you know? Yeah. He so when they call him out, I love that when he's do. like, well, so I'm in love with Monica, so I'll be moving out. Bye. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it's really funny. We were watching New Girl the other night, and there's the part where if you watch the whole show, I can't remember. I don't think I ever saw the end. Okay, this isn't the end, but it's when Jess is dating Sam for the second time. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yep. And she finds the oh, it's like they were gonna go meet. Oh, they were gonna meet his parents, and she has a sex dream about Nick, and she makes the absolute biggest deal about it and i'm like okay if this was real life and you didn't have feelings for him you would just be like that is so weird and i know i had the dream about him because you asked me about the helmet he gave me the night before right before we went to sleep like it makes sense right and she makes such a big deal about it the whole time and i'm like she has to make a big deal about this because she can't she definitely still cares about him like she can't right 
get over it. In her mind, it isn't just like a, oh, weird. It's like, no, this is a big deal. But she's trying to pretend like it's not, but she has no chill. Whereas like, I feel like Joey does that a little bit. But as soon as he like thinks about it for a second, he's like, no, I just liked what you guys had. It wasn't Monica, you know, when they're like, are you attracted to her? And she's like, well, obviously not now. (laughs) I'm wearing sweats. No, I love that. I'm wearing sweats. Also, can I just, I'm sorry, I know this isn't the focal point, but the blush on that woman, why did they do that? Did you notice? She looked like a tin soldier from the Nutcracker. (laughs) I know. Well, I did notice everybody's skin tone in this episode because of somebody's skin tone that did not seem natural to me. Um, in another section that we'll talk about later. So I was extra paying attention okay. to everybody's like complexion. And yes, she does have, she pulls off the like orange fair. on her. Yes. They do that to her a lot in the earlier seasons. And she always typically stays pretty fair skinned. But yeah, they're, I mean, I think it might've been the nineties too. Like, was that more of a thing? I don't know. It's 99. I feel like, but I guess like the late nineties, early two thousands were that very like, steampunk future you know like silvery Mm -hmm. shimmery it was still heavy-handed lots of reds and oranges and rust colored like that was all Mm -hmm. still really happening yeah true yeah she is like too much too much blush um anyway but yeah but they do say like do you actually like monica and he's like right no 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 you're right it's just the like closeness yeah which i think can like I think that people often get that kind of thing confused in like real life, you know? I think it's easy to be like, oh my gosh, do I like this person or something like that? And then you realize it was just something they did or a moment or um, Hmm. not that you're jealous, but like you're like, I want that for myself, but it has nothing to do with that actual person. But it's easy to fixate on it being that person because it's a good point. It seems like the obvious reason. Where were you with this good advice back when I was struggling with this stuff? Because I feel I like know. I feel like there's probably plenty of people that I could have actually, and vice versa. I think we probably both have had this in our lives with guys that we were close friends with or whatever, and it was like, oh, should we cross that line or not? Mm-hmm, and it's like, mm-hmm. no, you just like having a close guy friend and like that type of relationship. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it, that's that's exactly it. It's like. The reason it's so great is because there's like a comfortability and a trust and I, you know, we all want that in our relationships. But um, so Joey's like, okay, great. And they're like, well, you know, you, we were friends first. Maybe it's that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love when he's like, oh, friends first. And Monica's like, have you ever been friends after? He's like, nope, never done that either. Nope, never done that either. (laughs) So... He takes that as, (laughs) who do I have as friends? And Uh, I, this whole scene with Rachel, when he's like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm busy, but I could push it off for you. Treat you real good. (laughs) Treat you real nice, pulling out chairs. Uh, I love how she's like, Joey, she's saying, like, get to know somebody. Don't hit on your existing friends. (laughs) I know. And the part where he's like, you know, I thought, who am I friends with? You and Phoebe. And well, saw you first. I saw you first. Yeah. And she's like, as honored as I am that you saw me first. (laughs) Oh, Oh, sweet, sweet Joey. It's so funny. Um, 
and Rachel gives really good advice. You know, you meet somebody, you want to be their friend, you build a foundation, and then you like start up the romantic side. I think that's a really good, I don't think that it always has to be that calculated, but I think for someone like Joey, who has just never worked on the friend part, you know? Yeah. It's different. I think that's how most people, like you kind of like are interested. And even though you might go on a few dates, you you start those dates by developing a friendship. And people who don't are the ones that don't last, you know? Um, yeah, and that's that's not a hard and fast rule because I think, you know, there's exceptions to that, but. There is exceptions. But I do think for the most part, like, you you have to develop a friendship in there somewhere, right? Oh, of course. No, I think you can just go through life not being yeah. friends with your romantic partner. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> we both know, well, maybe we don't, but I think you've told, you've talked before about, like, people that, um, like, hooked up and then that's yeah. kind of how they formed a relationship from there. But I mean, both both you and I met our partners and like right off the bat were interested in them. We did develop yes. a friendship, but like with – so yes. like I hung out with Ben in groups for two months before we actually mm-hmm. started dating. And how long mm-hmm. was it that you and Matt hung out in groups before your first date? It wasn't super long, was it? It was a yeah. month. So there's like time yeah. to get to know each other. But it was pretty totally. romantic, pretty like right off the bat for both of us. Um, yes. But I still but think, I think it's like difference... what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think we're the exception to like, – I, like I think what – yeah, it wasn't like – I don't know. I also think sometimes it's hard this, – this might be going off track. But like sometimes it's hard to – like when you're already friends with somebody and in your mind you've kind of – categorized them in that way like mm-hmm. not that I sit there and I go this person's friend this person has potential like but you know like I we've had friends before where I just didn't even like I didn't even see them in that way I didn't even consider it because it was just like yeah. oh oh gosh you know they're just a friend like oh and I hadn't even thought about like romantic stuff whatever and I I do think sometimes it's hard to switch that in your mind totally well and I think that Chandler and Monica are the exception. People who, not the exception like this never happens, but it is more rare to be friends with somebody for a super long time and cross that line successfully. You know? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, for sure. I think I think the difference between our romantic relationships and Joey's romantic relationships, I'm not saying you can't meet somebody and ask them out on a date and like want to get to know them through dating. I think that's what dating is, for sure. But Joey... Right, I, I get what you're saying. He's never even done them. that part. Yeah. yeah, he has a means to that to an end. So like, he's just got to you know work on the listening to them and figuring and out what going they like out for and the second date and that type going stuff. Going out for the second date, exactly. So he's just got to work on that. But he tries it by saying, "I'd really like to be your friend and build a foundation." And well, that was just catnip, <laughs> <laughs> which. It totally makes sense. Like if you meet some guy and he's like, I just really want to take things slow and be your friend and get to know you. And that is like romantic and girls like that. And I could see how it would not backfire necessarily, but um, entice, you off. lure them <laughs> Yeah. In. Yeah. He's like, you didn't What's give me funny, advice. Though, you gave me that, a pickup line. Is that for once he actually meant it? I know. And like, that just, like yeah. So I kind of feel like, Okay, that one didn't work out, but like keep trying that, Joe, because eventually there is going to be a woman that takes you seriously when you say that. Yes. And maybe you guys, yeah, anyway. And I think well, and over I guess, time, yeah. Joey gets 
a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better with like actually dating women to date more oh, than yeah. once. Yeah, um, yeah. He still has his seasons of, you know, being kind of a player. Uh, but he definitely has women that he's like dating for sure. Um, and actually, you know. But yeah, so Joey wants the closeness and he wants the closeness. He wants the closeness, which I think And we he all really do, wishes so. he would have seen Phoebe first. <laughs> I know. It's so fun. Oh, should have seen Phoebe first. Um yeah, so Joey's doing that. Um and we've got Phoebe mm-hmm. who is rifling through the couch and finds a police badge at the coffee Very house. Exciting. Very exciting. And she's like, I'm going to return this. But first, (laughs) I need to fight crime. (laughs) I need to fight crime. Um, She's so funny. I, when she goes up to the lady putting her cigarette out on the tree, Mm -hmm. this is totally something I could see you doing. (laughs) Really? Yes. You have these like little quirky things sometimes. And I feel like this is a, this is a hill you could die on making this woman apologize to the tree because you don't like that she put her cigarette out on it. I could see you just like caring a lot in the moment. Um, do you know what I think I would do? I would, and I actually noted this down, so maybe you're not far off because <laughs> I have almost gone up to people before to be like, there is a garbage can right, right there. Totally. Why yes. did you just throw yes. it? So, yes. it, so putting the cigarette out on the tree, not great, but it would be more about the fact that she just threw it in the dirt mm-hmm. when it's like, carry it with you. Okay, so this was going to be my question. <laughs> At what point, like, why, why does society as a whole think it's okay to throw cigarette butts just like wherever? Like... I really feel like people who smoke wouldn't just throw their other trash all over the street. Like, I don't think they're litterers. I think it's like, for some reason, cigarettes aren't seen as littering. Yeah. And so, like, how did that happen? (laughs) Well, I think it's partially that they're small and that people smoke all the time and everywhere. It's not, like, contained to, like, houses and things like that. So it's, like, a very mobile activity. But, yeah. like, I – people in my family smoke, and they are all, like, they will walk around, like – I was going to say, your pa- your yeah. parents, ha- like, they smoke. I've never once seen them. And, you know, no. I've been out with Renee's family since we were 12. And, yeah. like, never once have I seen anybody in your family just flick a cigarette butt wherever no. they felt like it. My mom would, like, put a cigarette out on, like, a brick or something, like, to stamp stamp it out. And then once it yeah. was cool, she would wrap it up in a tissue and take it until she had so a trash can. responsible. <laughs> See, and I just I just don't un- – and I get that, like, you're not always around a trash can. But, like, right. you wouldn't just be like, oh, well, I decided to open this pack of gum and I have plastic, like, oh, well, it's a mobile activity and just like throw. I was thinking like, is it because well, I, the stuff that's in cigarettes is like biodegradable? Maybe. Maybe. But I do think that like, so gum's a good example. Even people who chew a lot of gum do not chew as much gum as people who smoke cigarettes. Like the sheer smoke. number of cigarettes oh, okay. consumed per day. I think just amp- like even if you drink bottles of water or bottles of soda – 
I bet you would smoke more cigarettes. So like just by sheer volume of consumption, there are more cigarettes to potentially be thrown out in the world. Right. Okay. Makes sense. So I think that's why it probably seems like more end up outside. I bet a lot don't, but because there are so many, um, I don't know. That's my best guess. And I think a lot of people flick them out the window because they don't want the ash in their car. Well, I don't want the ash. That would be my other guess. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that would be my <laughs> no, guess. No, I know. But that's this is the hill that I'm willing to die on that you yes, mentioned I see before. That. So <laughs> as there are a few by there are a few of those hills. <laughs> One or two. It's a hilly uh, place. Um, it's a hilly yes, place. I have almost gone up to people before and I actually did once um in Chicago on the L the which is the like subway. Um like some guy just like opened a packet of candy and like threw the trash on the floor and I picked it up looked at him and then threw it away he was old and he was like you gotta give the people something to do around here and I was like I think they have better things to do than pick up your trash idiot but anyway um yeah guys if you're out there and you're a smoker like whatever just please don't throw your cigarette butts all over the ground and like I if if it is a sheer volume thing like yeah Bring a tissue. Bring a little plastic Ziploc baggie and put them in there once they're cold. I don't know. Put have like a little like have like a little like um you know how people sometimes have like I don't think this is that common, but like those like um metal cigarette cases. Like couldn't there be one like that? Like keep your cigarettes in the pack but have like a case for the butts type thing. I don't know. I I just, I don't want them in the waterways. I don't want them in the gutters. I don't want birds eating them. I don't want kids picking them up. I don't want dogs eating them. Like it's, Mm. I I don't want tobacco, you know, just like out in the soil. Like just please stop. Do a lot of people in New Zealand smoke? Um, Do a lot of people in New Zealand smoke? Not a lot. Um, It's really expensive here. Like, Like I know it's expensive in the States, it is really expensive here. And so people smoke, but it's, I don't think it's as prev, I don't know, actually, maybe it's about the same, but it's nothing like Europe. <laughs> oh my you gosh. Know. Yeah. Or you go to Japan. France and I'm like, okay, literally everybody smokes in France. Like literally every single person. In, France. in Japan, everybody really? smokes. Yes. It's that so That is weird. actually like very same. shocking to me. It, it is weird. And they're so organized about stuff. Um, so when I was there for work, I was like walking to the office building and um, they have these little areas outside that's like the smoking area, like down on the first mm-hmm. floor. But it's like, it's not, it's not like walled in, like it's got, you know, like vents or whatever, but it's tiny. And there were probably like 50 people packed into the smoking area. Ew. Like, it's so gross. But you know, like, I don't know, they're just cram into this little space to smoke and I was like I remember in Chicago in winters I'd see people outside like yeah smoking and I was like honestly if the health and the cost isn't going to stop you the inconvenience of having to smoke in winter would stop me yeah I there the guys that live across the street from me smoke and it's it was really we had like a really snowy week this winter and like snow on the ground for a full week which doesn't happen in Nashville and like single digit it was like anywhere from like 7 to 20 degrees for the entire week. Very cold. Wow. Very cold for Nashville. Um, they both smoke and they were just still out there just as much as they normally are. And I was like, dang, you could like – I had to talk myself into going on a walk every day just because it's, you know, 
good for my mental health. But I was so bundled. I was like, I couldn't just stand here. You know, moving is warmer. Yeah. But just standing there smoking. Yeah. But I mean, you know, when it's your habit, it's your habit, I guess. So Yeah, I was going to say, um, like, I go out in the cold to get coffee if I need to. But anyway, I'm not here to tell anybody to like rag on you if you smoke <laughs> just please stop littering your butts if you do it's just like i don't we don't know just we don't like littering. it just don't yeah. litter so uh, anything ashley i mean phoebe tells this lady <laughs> to apologize listen, to the tree listen red i'm gonna have you arrested i'm gonna call for backup book them she's just like saying <laughs> book <'em. laughs> she's heard cops cancel say backup cancel backup. oh my gosh it's so funny cancel backup the lady apologizes uh and she just, yeah, I don't know. She's just so gets funny. Gets drunk the way on she power, but it is things. really funny. She totally gets drunk on power. And uh, her last act as a cop is to get this guy who parked on the curb to move his car. And he assures her it's not a problem, which I think is a really interesting response. Um, and I understand why he makes that response because he's a cop. But that's not what he says. He says, uh, it's not a problem. But I'm like, who just tells somebody, don't worry, it's not a problem if I'm telling you something's a problem? You know what I mean? Uh, like, I think people who are arrogant. It, he is like parked in front of the entrance, like half on the sidewalk. Yeah. I can't stand it when people yeah. park their cars half on the sidewalk. Because I'm like, pedestrians walk here. You have the whole road. <laughs> Welcome to the next hill Ashley's willing to die on. <laughs> Uh, sponsored by <laughs> this episode. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, totally. And I think that's why they did it, right? Like it had to yeah. be something annoying enough, but not like yeah. bad enough for her to avoid getting involved, you know, not like dangerous. Um, yeah. And she's like, she's uh, like well, well, it's well, a problem it for a problem. you because <laughs> I'm a cop. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, funny. So am I. <laughs> oh. And she's and like, she's like oh, okay, oh. so you know. Okay. <laughs> Because yeah, I know, because you know, because we're both cops. Right. Um, Have a good day. Bye-bye. And she tries to, yeah, 10-4, 10-4. <laughs> <laughs> and she tries to just scurry away. And he's like, oh, no, where do you work? What do, what precinct? And she makes one up and I love it. she asks, says, I'm in Vice. I'm undercover. I'm a whore. <laughs> I'm a whore. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, who else works up there? And she says, Sipowitz. Uh, but don't try to call him or anything because his partner died, so he's out. And, it, which uh, show is she referring to? Do you know? Which cop it's, show? It's NYPD Blue. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, fun fact, Gary had one episode on. Oh, fun. But I don't I don't know if it ha- is connected to that, but I'm sure she's just like trying to he talk just, about he cop has a things. Cop which is hilarious that she picks. Him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But picking a name like Sipowitz, which is extremely unique. Um, yeah. Wouldn't you just be like, oh, yeah, you know, Alvarez, Jones, like literally any name that there is more than one of. Yeah. <laughs> Not just like the most well-watched cop show on TV at that time. Um, uh, like, I don't know what the guy's names are from Miami Vice, but I feel like it'd be like naming them, you know. Don Johnson? Um, I don't know either. Oh, Don but I know what you mean. Is that his real name or is that his character's name? That's the character, I think. Oh, okay. Because isn't it okay. Tom Selleck? I, I didn't know. No. Who's in Miami Vice? It's um. He's Magnum PI. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And isn't he's not in the Hawaii Five O reboot, right? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. 
Wait, is Magnum PI Hawaii Five O? No, Hawaii Five O is another cop show, and they did. They, oh, they, it has a current reboot, and I thought Tom Selleck might have oh. been in it, but I'm incorrect. Gotcha. Okay, no idea. Um. Anyway, Gary very sweetly calls her on her bluff and is like, yeah, I think that kid from Silver Spoons is going to be fine um, because he knows the TV show. And then he's like, well, how'd you find my badge? And she's like, I found it in there. And then she I need panics. to just quickly, I was incorrect. Don Johnson is the actor. Actor? Okay. Sorry. And he plays That's okay. Sonny Crockett. Okay. Anyway, this was in like... Oh. Well, I guess it was 1990. Ran for five series from 84. So we didn't know. Anyway, okay. Yes, we're back. We definitely didn't know. We were barely alive. Was um, not allowed to watch that as a five-year-old. But <laughs> Weird. I know. Um, <laughs> gosh, your mom's so strict. She didn't let you much watch Miami Vice after kindergarten. <laughs> um, but yeah, Phoebe like panics because she's been caught. And now Gary knows too much. And she just like throws the badge. Runs <laughs> away. <laughs> Honestly, oh, she so did pretty well to not just throw the badge and run away in the first place. She's pretty confident with I those know. lies. She is very confident. And I feel like that's something I would do mm. and then get caught, you know. I'm not a good liar, but I am a very good pretender when it's Prankster. Funny. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like a prank Sinatra type person. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so I could definitely like pretend I'm a cop to make people apologize to trees and think, you know, like something like that. But yeah, I, yeah. if I was you wouldn't like caught, actually would... impersonate an officer. <laughs> right. Oh, totally. Uh, but speaking of, they're all hanging out at the house and knock on the door. NYPD. Uh, oh, my gosh. Phoebe I love this. And she's like, they no, found I... me. I love this scene so much when with Joey has this pizza that he found and he's <laughs> like, right. I forgot about the pizza. <laughs> and he's like, guys want some pizza? And they're like, ooh, yay. And he's like, I just found this on the second floor. And so like, gross. And then when they knock on the door and they're like, NYPD. And he's like, just a minute, officer. And he's like chewing really fast. <laughs> Hiding the pizza underneath the couch. Oh, my oh, gosh. I love it so much. I was like, oh, gosh. It's so funny. Up. But then Gary's like, I'm looking for Phoebe Buffay. And he's like, Phoebe's like, oh my gosh, he found me. Well, if I'm going down, I'm taking all of you guys with me. me. (laughs) And they're like, why? She's like harboring a fugitive that's at least like three to five years. Um, Mm. And she opens the door once again, extremely confident. She is. She really is. Um, And she just kind of claps back everything. Well, I'm going to call my lawyer and I'm going to tell him this, that, another thing. And he's like, okay, well, maybe I don't take you to jail. Maybe I just say you weren't here. And she's like, I would love that. And he's like, well, since you're not going to jail, do you want to go to dinner tonight? Which is very smooth right there. Michael Rappaport. Yes. Very nice. Uh, and I love when he brings it back and he's like, ever since I saw you, you're just the prettiest fake undercover whore I've ever seen. <laughs> the guys are like, good. nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, sure, I'll go out with you. And so it's hard to know if she's just going out with him because she wants to go out with him it seems like she does mm-hmm. or if she's like, she like well he just like got me out of this like owes him a favor. do i have to go but it definitely seems like she wants to go yeah so gary is officially in our lives yeah i'm not mad about it right now 
It's um, yeah, I, it's quite cute. Yeah, um, it's really funny. When we posted a, a friend's, well, actually, my friend Carly sent us a friend's quiz. Which character are you? Um, her and her husband. This is actually a really cute date night idea. If anybody is looking for some at home date nights, they found a bunch of quizzes online and took them. It's like, which character are you from The Office? Which animal are you? Which character from Friends are you? Like all these different ones. Um, and then they just answer for each other and stuff like that so it's kind of cute but oh that's cute um so she sent us the friends one because she's like guess who i got in which friends character are you and i was like uh monica because she's an enneagram one like me so i was like of course you got monica she's like no i got gary (laughs) gary the cop and i'm like gary what (laughs) there are so many other not yeah. B level, like, but like non Gary's on the table. Characters. Who else is on the table? Janice, right? Like Carol and or Carol I and think Susan? Janice is much more of a, a full timer. Oh yeah, yeah. Carol and Susan, Richard, uh, Jack, yeah. Judy, Gunther, Richard. Oh yeah. Um, Charlie even is like around for a full season. Like yeah. I think we get gear for like four episodes. I would not call him a long time fixture no they were digging pretty um, deep for that one so she was How, how'd she get she Gary? was very upset i don't know <laughs> she was very <laughs> is it because is it because her husband answered for her and like was it no i think she ones? answered for herself i think she answered for herself because i think okay. her husband got who did her husband get he got somebody good and then he said something along the lines of like well if i got ross i would just hurl myself right out the window and then i took it and i got ross and I took it and I got Rachel. Yeah. So it was very Which ironic. Weird. I do remember this. <laughs> we must be projecting. I guess I'm selfish. I'm just kidding. Yes. Ashley's like, we're just so selfish. Oh, I test it as her every single time. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So Gary, apparently enough of a character to be someone you could get For on a quiz. Buzzfeed to, yeah. Okay. <laughs> for buzzfeed feature um so yeah so gary's in our lives take the quiz to find out if you two are a gary um and then we have one of the most iconic things to ever happen on friends so happy i'm so happy so happy so we've got ross who's got his new fancy ugly naked guy apartment but clearly he needs to furnish it um, since he sold everything he owns in the Emily uh, fire sale, uh, he needs some <laughs> items to go in his new apartment. Um, and he is at the couch store with Rachel, and he is doing this like fall on the couch afterward, flopping himself <laughs> on the couch, finding how oh. comfortable it is, I guess, to plop down on like a salmon going upstream. Um, yes again and yes it's just a signature move uh and rachel's like okay come on like let's get the show on the road and he's like i just want to make sure it's right like i need something that says kids are welcome here but also come here to me like a weirdo Ugh! why is he telling this to the salesman i know i don't know why it's like a thing men do like oh are gross to each other yes i think that's what we've learned in the me too movement (laughs) 
there was that episode um i can't remember what it was and i don't remember what was said but where like chandler and joey both talked to rachel they're like oh yeah mm, like she's really hot and she's like why do men keep talking to me like this <laughs> like i'm gonna agree with them or like wink them along you know oh I yeah know, yeah um i mean i don't hear matt talk like that to his friends but uh i don't know maybe this is something that some people do i'm not sure uh but ross don't be gross um and then he tries to retroactively make it less gross by saying that's what he says to the ladies still gross uh rachel's like okay honey it's a nice couch it's not a magic couch (laughs) um and so he's like i'm gonna take it let's go sign the paperwork and he's like wait a second the delivery charges as much as the couch dilemma what do you think he's like okay rachel's like he only lives a few blocks away and so he like hoists it up like they're gonna carry it would you try this uh i would not carry a couch three blocks in new york city imagine no ah would you i wouldn't want to but I have a feeling Matt might try everything else before he paid for delivery. But do you, like, would he actually expect you to pick up a couch and carry it three blocks with him mm. in, like, busy, bustling New York City? I, I, mm, expect me to, no, but want to do like, it, yes. Um, I don't think he would force me. I don't think I would force him, but I I, could definitely see both of us thinking it was a good idea. I feel like, well, I totally get the idea of not wanting to spend the exact same amount on the couch. I don't know. Sometimes I can be a person that wants to throw money at something to make it more convenient. Um, Because I I don't like, you know, sometimes it's just like, oh, my time and energy is, you know, worth. And and like, it's probably not always like calculated and like actually worth it. Like I used to buy takeout food a lot because it was just like oh just can't be bothered cooking after a long day so like mm-hmm. Ben's like that's ridiculous we have food at home you know and he's like really good about like yeah just it doesn't take that long so so there's certain things that I probably am a bit too quick to try and throw money at um mm-hmm. the, carrying a couch three blocks is not impossible uh I just feel like I mean I guess they're not like carrying it through Times Square but like yeah I don't know. It just seems... I I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I think that this is one of those things that is a uniquely New York situation because I have a feeling that people do carry couches three blocks because if you buy a couch from somebody off like Craigslist, you you might just carry it. What are you going to do? Most people don't have cars and it's you don't like have a car. part of me part uh-huh. of me almost kinds of think like if it was like nowadays I might be like hop on task rabbit and be like hey does somebody with like a trolley or like yeah. can two, can two like you know college age dudes come like carry this down the street for 50 bucks, you know, like something yep. like yep. that maybe. But yep. that didn't exist in 99, so I get that no. that wasn't an option. Yeah. I think, I think what I would have tried to do is I would try to I would have tried to be like, I live three blocks away. Um, like let's negotiate the delivery charge. I think I'd do that. Yeah. Ooh, I do remember I think when I lived in Chicago, shot. I bought a bunch of um furniture from IKEA 
And I definitely paid for their delivery, but that's because I didn't have a car and it was like something really reasonable, like 50 bucks or 60 bucks within a certain radius that I fell into. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 60 bucks for delivery? Like, yes, please. Because I lived on like the third floor or fourth floor of an apartment building without um, an elevator. And they were going to like bring everything. I ordered like a bed and a couch and a desk and like they were going to bring it all up. And I was like, yep, thank you. But that's yeah, exa- like you know, that was a reasonable delivery fee. I think I'd try to, I would right. have tried to negotiate it down. Well, I've definitely seen people on the subway in New York with like full IKEA purchases, like boxes <laughs> that contain beds and Dang. bookshelves and stuff like that on the freaking subway. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I've actually seen somebody on the subway with a chair. Now that I think about it, like a like an armchair. so i think that people probably do this a little bit more than than we might think because they just don't have the normal they don't have a car it's like what are you gonna do you know so i think it would depend how far away it is if it was a mile away i don't think i would do it but three blocks is like you could take breaks you know so but first of all before we get too much further yeah This is where I started noticing skin tone because the sales guy is so tan. And it is not a tan I believe to be real. It looks very sprayed on because his lips look like the wrong color for if he was that tan. I did not notice this. And and you're sure it's not this coloring on your TV? Well, Monica looked like you know, the toy soldier and Ross and Rachel looked like normal. This guy looked like Ross in the one where Ross got tan. <laughs> I don't, re- <laughs> I don't remember him looking. In fact, I just, I thought he looked normal, but maybe I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. For some reason, I've never noticed it before, but he just really stood out. So anyway, that isn't important, but it just really I bugged did, me. I did look up this episode on IMDb because um, I couldn't remember Michael Rappaport's name. Uh, mm-hmm. and he like pops up every once in a while on like accounts I follow on Instagram, like Betches and stuff, because he goes mm-hmm. off on these tirades and like in real life, he is very New Yorkery, and it's, um, mm. so he's just like, has these like expletive laden tirades that he goes on, which are sometimes like quite funny. Um, but I remember seeing this guy's IMDB photo of like a present picture of him. I don't remember the name or anything. And, mm-hmm. um, he he looked he looked a lot more tan in that. So now I'm wondering if like maybe he's like Puerto Rican and an eight because he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, you know, when people get fake tan and their lips look different than someone who's supposed to be that color. Um, I mean, his li- his, do his lips look too pink? I don't know if they looked I don't I don't remember. I just remember feeling like he doesn't look like the way I thought he should. <laughs> a normal um Yeah. Okay, like well I'm incorrect. His his name is Mark Fight. He is originally from the Midwest and graduated from Iowa. Well I guess not Puerto Rican. he could still be Puerto Rican and live in the Midwest. I'm a, I'm making some assumptions oh, totally. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to go with bad fake tan. Okay. Anyway. I think it's bad fake tan. Like there was just a a lot of looking at him that made me feel like it was a bad bad fake tan. (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't notice it, so I'll take your word for it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. We'll move on. Um, but before they leave, they decide, okay, we're doing this. We're carrying this couch in Manhattan. Um, he gives them a send-off. And he's like, you know, you guys enjoy that couch or something like that. And Ross is like, oh, yeah, we're not together. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, I didn't think so. Something just didn't, like, add up here. And classic Ross, can't let it go, um, has to prove it. Yeah. Well, we're not together, but we were together. And, you know, whatever. And, and he's, he's like, like, tell him, Rach. And I like when yeah. she's like, I don't have to, I'm holding a very heavy, heavy couch. And he's like, yes. then tell him quickly. <laughs> yes. And he's like, we did it 298 times. Oh, my And she's gosh. like, you counted? Oh, my gosh. You're such a loser. And he's like, yeah, loser. You did it with 298 times. Oh, my. so mortifying. Oh, so mortifying. I would want to, like, run out of there. Just Probably terrible. wouldn't help him carry his couch home. I'd probably just drop no. it and leave. Oh, just terrible. Um, So they kind of do after that. They run out of there. And um, they get to his building. And Rachel's like, okay, so you said there was an elevator? He's like, I did, but there isn't. Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's something you would do. Oh, gosh. I did, but there so is funny. not. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, that is so funny. And so Ross is like trying to get the couch up. And Rachel's trying to lift it over her head. And it is like flying everywhere and falling. Flies it's just like over the <laughs> Uh, have you i wanted to ask before we so so yeah so like it flies over the banister and um mm -hmm. have you ever had to like do crazy physics with furniture for moving it not for moving but i do a lot for shoots Ah. we're always like "Mm, how's this gonna fit in here i had to unassemble the world's heaviest dining room table it was like a solid California redwood as a dining room table. I think it weighed like 300 pounds or more. Oh my gosh. It was so big. And we had to move an entirely different table in, like an entirely different setup. And it would not fit through this back door. So we had to unassemble the entire thing. Um, that is the one that comes to mind most recently. And also I had to buy – I bought a couch for something that didn't end up getting used. It was very annoying. And mm. just the logistics, logistics of, like, getting it into the building that we were bringing it into. But – so I feel like I do this a lot because sometimes doing art direction really is just a fancy word for being a professional mover. <laughs> um, because you just move the actual furniture out. You move the furniture you brought in and then you do it the other way. So you're just moving stuff oh, all day long. Stuff all day. Yeah. I regularly have a U-Haul parked in my driveway, and after a while, my neighbors were like, "Are you guys moving? Something happening?" I was like, "No, it's for work. Don't." You're like, "Are you threatening?" Don't worry divorce? about it. And so you just leave I know, that out I was there. Like, <laughs> they just see me like moving furniture out once a week, and they're probably like, "What is happening?" Yeah, um, <laughs> like, I think they're fighting again. <laughs> I know, I know. And so finally, I was like, "Yeah, you'll probably keep seeing U-Hauls. It's just for work. Don't worry about it. Totally normal. It's totally normal job." Um. Hmm. But yeah, so I have to do that kind of stuff. But I don't remember anything. 
like I've never lived in like a walk up or anything um that I didn't have an elevator for like my flat in London was furnished both of them were so that's helpful but have you um funny enough when I did live in walk-ups in Chicago I don't remember ever having like problems with it um the one that I lived in on like the 13th floor was mostly furnished that was like on-campus housing for my Mm -hmm. graduate um and then I can't really Ikea moved my stuff up for me I'm pretty sure at one of my places but um I do remember one of my roommates had like the world's heaviest couch, but we only had to go up one flight of stairs because we, we lived on the second floor and the apartment that I lived in the longest. But the one that I was thinking of was um, I moved into a house in Auckland, um, not the one that you helped me move into, which Renee helped me move into a house when she came to visit once because I was I at work and she was like, "I all the way across the world to, <laughs> to pack Ashley's personal effects, to pack and unpack." That is best friendship, people. It Um, is. It really is. It was after that house that you helped me move into. um, We moved into a new one, and I was living up on the second floor, and it was, like, quite a narrow staircase that, like, went up five steps and then took, like, a hard right angle to the left Mm -hmm. and went up another, like, ten steps. And so there was just, no like, there was no way to get mat. And it was, like, um, two bedrooms up there and, like, a bit of, like, a mezzanine um like living room area and so we were going to put a couch and a tv up there and then we were going to put our stuff obviously in the bedroom well you couldn't get a couch because it was like and you couldn't get your mattresses or mattress bases because you know like nothing can like you can't bend a mattress at like a perfect 90 degree angle like that and we also had these um light fixtures on like in the hallway that you couldn't take off and so it was just basically like stuff was like hitting in the lights and it was just, it wasn't going to work. Um, but the second floor was a mezzanine. Um, and so it wasn't like a full closed off wall. It was like a little halfy wall. And so basically what we did was we put the kitchen table underneath the mezzanine and stood on the kitchen table and like hoisted a, the couch up and hoisted the mattresses <laughs> up. And, um, when I moved out, we also had to do that basically in reverse. But one of my roommates there, um, he was like, he worked on um, like the gas lines. And so he had like gloves, pulleys, ropes, like all of this type of stuff for like if they ever had to do like maintenance and repair to get like hard to reach gas lines and stuff. And so he, I think, was like loving it and in his element. But I do remember having to do like a pulley system for mattresses and couches and stuff. It was oh, probably man. not like the safest now that I look at it, but I do look at what's going on with Ross's thing. And I think like at one point, Rachel does grab like a bunch of ropes and stuff. And I was like, they really yeah. could have just like, they could have found a way to pulley it up to the third landing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like avoided mm-hmm. the two corners. I don't know how they yeah. would have got it like around that corner and into the hallway, but they could have done that. But then we wouldn't yeah. have this iconic moment. That's true. I mean, <laughs> this is when I'm really thankful for Matt's expertise in this type of thing. He's just really good at this kind of thing. Um, and logistics and problem solving like that. Um, so and we could have used him 
Do you remember that one time in college, Renee and I were roommates our sophomore year. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I don't, I think we might've talked about this before in like season one or two, but I don't actually know if we did. Maybe. Um, We had a dorm room. It was like a, yeah. Anyway, we were living together in this dorm room and it was like every room came with like two twin beds, two desks and chairs, and these two like very tall wardrobes it was like kind of like a tall and skinny like cabinet so you could like put stuff away in drawers but Mm -hmm. also hang stuff and those when you opened them they had a mirror in the back and a little light that went on it's quite nice actually and so those were um those had to be plugged into an electrical and so those were pretty much like well not just that they were plugged in they were like hardwired in yeah they couldn't move them to a different outlet no, that's right. They were like kind of bolted type thing. So like you mm-hmm. could maybe move them like a few inches this way or that way, but like they had to stay in one place. But Renee and I were kind of like, do you know what? We really want to like redo our room. We don't like how it's set up. Yeah. And so I think did one was one of us like, let's measure it. And then the other one was like, no, let's just like, like had we even sketched out what we thought we wanted or were we just going to move? I can't even remember. Did we just say we're we gonna sketched move out what we thought? We sketched out what we thought we wanted. We didn't measure, though. No. I don't think we measured. I don't know how we would have measured. No, neither. We did sketch out what we wanted. Um, And the thing with those little wardrobes is, like, the room was kind of long, and the door is at, like, one of the shorter walls, and the windows are on the, the wall across from that. And those wardrobes could either be both next to the door, like, on either side of the door, or just kitty corner. So, like... You know, that was pretty much the only place they could be, which meant nothing else could be there. Like, we couldn't put a bed there um, because the little – or a desk. Yeah. So we were just really boxed You're in. very limited so with like, what you could do. Yeah. So then we had two desks and two beds and, like, three walls. Um, and we ended up – we moved that <laughs> furniture every – possible way we could have and at one point we spent hours i mean it was so long and at one point everything was just pushed to the center of the room and we were both (laughs) i think crying or like on the verge of tears we were so tired it was like 11 p.m or or midnight yeah and we were just like we had been moving stuff around actually thinking about it now our poor downstairs neighbors were probably like I'm going to murder you. You know what it was, though? We came back like a couple days early from Christmas or something, like or spring break or something. So we were back a little bit early. I don't think anybody else was there. And so we were just like, well, we may as well do this. We've been thinking about it anyway. Uh, Because it was right after some sort of holiday or break, but we were like the only ones there. I just remember all of our furniture and belongings being in the middle of the room yes. as if we were like painting the walls and had to move stuff <laughs> yes. away. And I just remember we were oh both gosh. so tired that we were like mm-hmm. laugh crying and we were like, mm-hmm. how did we get here? But we had a breakthrough after that and we were like, okay, wait, scoot that there, scoot that there. And then we ended up with like a really great, it did work out in the end. We ended up with like a very good layout that made more room for us and we all had like the space we needed and it was great but it but ash do you remember that in the end we only actually moved one thing the, yeah you, that's we right only we moved, like moved one of our beds that was it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think were they both coming out from the same wall and then we made them into an l or the other way around 
Um, yeah, they were both coming out from the same wall, but my bed was mm-hmm. like kind of up in the corner. And so it was like yeah. the only way I could get out was having to go around your bed. And um, and what oh, we ended yeah. up doing was just like moving my bed out. So my head was on the other wall and then sco- putting yours basically up like so we were both up like long edge against the walls and our feet were both pointing like into the same corner. So it, so really all we did was like scoot my bed to the other wall and then like make yours go lengthwise and then that was actually that it. That was it. <laughs> but, you know, we took the long route to get there. We're not civil engineers, yeah. obviously. We're not. We're not. And I'm a big believer. I'm I still do this in my home. I'm a big believer that you can like think you know what something's going to look like, but you just have to see it sometimes. Like I can think about where I want to put furniture all day long. In the end, I need to move it and know for sure that I like it or don't like it. That's the only way to know. Um, Mm. Because the whole space just changes when you move something. Like I put right now my couch faces my fireplace, but during Christmas um, I put it like on the side of the fire, not on the side, but like parallel to the fireplace I guess um but it kind of blocked the entryway to the dining room and I hated it but I was like well at least I know I'm doing it for a month while the Christmas tree's up and then I'm gonna move it back because I've always wondered if it could work there and I didn't think it would but it's really nice to know so I don't have to wonder anymore it's great yep um and also in college when we lived in that same dorm um our roommate's parents well, there was like, it was a four room suite. So it was like an apartment with four bedrooms. So one of our other roommates in a different bedroom, her parents like furnished our entire living room with like oh, nice stuff. Oh, I forgot stuff. about that. That's right. Yeah. Um, That's why we had like a suede was, microfiber couch with like Oh, yeah. We had a really nice cushions. couch. We had a rug. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had everything. It was, it was very nice. Um, Thanks, Lauren's but when, parents. I know. Thanks, Lawrence. It was really sweet. It was so nice. We were living a luxurious life that we did, did not, not deserve. Yeah. Um, deserve. <laughs> but when the couch got delivered, I feel like the guys had a hard time getting it. Because we lived on the second or third floor. I think the third floor. Um, And I don't know what they ended up doing. But remember, we looked for this episode that night after the couch got delivered because there was drama with the delivery people we didn't have to do it thank goodness we wouldn't have known what to do but they might have like hoisted it up i don't remember any of that because yeah i was gonna say we did live with like an open internal courtyard type thing yes and i think they might have hoisted it up from the courtyard sounds right sounds right Um, so I, I don't remember, remember what the drama was, but I remember yeah. there was like a, an apartment building across from us. And I feel like we used to see people getting like pianos and stuff craned in through uh-huh. their like big balconies and stuff. Yep. 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 Yeah. It's anyway, crazy. let's never move ever. Let's I mean, never but... move ever. I mean, my house, my stairwell to go to the second floor is very narrow. So like there's a lot that would never make it up there. I'm even thinking about getting a couch for my office. And part of me is like. Can I get a couch up to my office? I'm really not mm. positive that I can. Um, because even when we have a we have a bed up there in the guest room, but we had to have a split box spring because it's too oh, narrow yeah. Yeah. to have a full. It's only a queen. It's not like it's a huge bed, but we had to have two separate box springs. So, well, let us know how it goes with the couch. I'm sure you can find a small one. 
okay. Speaking of sketches, Ross has one too. <laughs> so we this also is probably where we got the idea from. <laughs> probably, yeah, true. <laughs> probably. So funny. Yeah. So Ross uh, sketches things out and Rachel brings the next best thing to Joey, which is Chandler. And they all point out that the next she best thing to Joey would actually would be have Monica. Been Monica. <laughs> um, she also like at one point has a hammer. And I'm like, what are you going to do with that hammer, Rach? Like, she just- I thought the same thing. She had like the most random stuff. And I know the, the pulley system for the rope. Yeah. But everything else, I'm like, you just grabbed items. Tools. From yeah. a toolbox. <laughs> like, um. But, yeah, so they have a sketch, and they have this whole plan, which I don't know how you could sketch a plan. It's just get it up the stairs. I don't know. <laughs> um, but then, I mean, I just don't know what else there is to say, but pivot. 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 <laughs> Honestly. I just, it's oh. like he says it and I'm like, oh, ha ha. And then he keeps saying it. And then I'm just in a laughing fit because he just commits. <sighs> okay. I don't know if you thing. do this, but I often think like, what did this look like on a piece of paper typed out like on a script yes. versus what oh, yeah. the actor actually brought to it? And, like, I don't know if you guys listening have ever read scripts, but, like, when you read a script and you, like, have a reference point for, like, how the actor acted it, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, I say it funny or I put an emphasis. But if you ever mm-hmm. just, like, read a script plain, it's it's very – for me, it's very hard to, like – I think this is why you've got to like read it a bunch of times with a bunch of different tones and inflections. And like, what if I said it in a silly voice? What if I said it like I was tired? What if I did it angry? But like, I I picture how this looked on the sc- on the page, just like mm-hmm. pivot, pivot, pivot. And like, <laughs> he made it what it was. Pivot, yes. pivot. Oh, so funny. <laughs> and when he like lays his head on the couch, all frustrated, pivot. <laughs> I know, I know. And Chandler's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. It's so funny. And then the couch is just not, it's not meant to be. And also, it's so baggy. Like, what is wrong? I wanted to ask you, do you even like this couch? Like, do you even think this is like a good look? It's weird. Like, when he's flopping on it like a fish at the beginning, I was thinking like, it's very shabby. I, it's actually one of my biggest pet peeves when couches have baggy fabric. It's like stretched out underwear. the hill that you want to die on? (laughs) It is the hill I would like to die on. Um, I'm, it's something that really, really bugs me. Um, and I'm, because it, it immediately looks worn out. Yeah. I feel like it looks frumpy. It doesn't look, it looks old and frumpy. So I'm like, you're buying a brand new couch. It already looks stretched out. Because, you know, over time, of course, like fabric loses its elasticity yeah. or the cushions get like pushed down. And so they do start yeah. to get baggy. But typically that's after like 10, 15 years. This yeah. couch is brand freaking new. Um, yeah, yeah. I would be mad if I got a couch and the fabric was like floppy. Um and some couches get floppier than others. Some fabrics get floppier than others, so I just avoid those fabrics. But, um, yeah, I just – it's not a thing I like. Not really – like okay, it. so no – not this couch for Renee. No, definitely Fair not. Enough. And I, I, don't, don't like I don't like when couches cute. go all the way to the ground. I like to have a little bit of space underneath. Mm, 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 mm. 
That makes sense. So this couch is just not. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's a big no. I like the color. That's about it. Okay. And it looks comfy. <laughs> it looks comfy. And it says kids welcome here, but also mm-hmm. you come here to me. Ladies come to me. Yeah. So That's this ugly couch. couch. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally same. Um, this couch is not making it up the stairs. In fact, it no, sort of just not. settles into the staircase. And I love when Chandler goes, yeah. oh, wait a minute, what did you mean by pivot? <laughs> yeah, I know. And I can't tell if he's being sarcastic or not. Neither. But in the okay. end, uh, Ross manages to get the couch back to the store in two pieces. So you've missed something. And I don't know if you forgot. I think I think you I know. know. Did I forget? But it's been cut out, much like this couch. Um get it anyway okay um so when they're kind of sitting there like i don't think this is gonna move and rachel goes to try to stand up and she pulls the fire alarm and then all these people start flooding down the stairs and like jumping on the couch yeah so i was like wait a minute that is cut out and i completely forgot yeah because i because i so i noticed it because they're kind of like, oh, this couch is just in the stairwell. And then there's like cut to the scene where um, Rachel and Chandler are um, back in the guy's apartment. And Joey's talking about that girl they went out with. And I was like, hang on a second. Like they're supposed to be moving a couch right now. But I was like, oh, they cut that scene out. So yeah, so she pulls, they're like sitting down talking about whatever. And he's like, okay, come on, come on. Like, let's try one more time, whatever. And so she like goes to get up and like uses the fire alarm to like help like as a hoist and it pulls it. Everybody comes flooding out of the building. They're all trampling the couch. They like kick the arm. You know what I mean? They're like trying to get down. Mm And then the fire department cut it in half to basically get it out of the way. I totally and forgot about yeah. that. So for those of you that haven't seen that, that's what happens. I mean, you don't see the fire Gosh. department, but like you see all the people like trampling yeah, this couch. This, this episode had a decent amount cut out of it. Yeah, it did. There's um, like, there's a different, like there's a whole section when they're talking about cops that gets cut out. Um, when Phoebe's like talking about what happened, like she threw the badge at him and she's all pissed off because like she doesn't want to get, she's like, I will not go back to that hellhole. Do you remember that part? Oh yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's not from that, isn't it? Isn't that from the yeah. Vegas one where he, she's he's like, calm down. I'm just going to take you outside. Oh, well, it might be there, too, but it's definitely in this one. Um, but anyway, there's just a lot cut out. They cut everything out. Take all the, They take everything from us. Um, but yeah, but so Ross, that makes so much more sense. Because I was like, I guess just because they dropped it, it split in half. I completely forgot about the whole fire alarm thing and people jumping on it. Um But yeah, that's what happens, you guys, if you've never seen it. So Ross brings the couch back, um, cut in half, and he's trying to get a refund. Also a very Ashley move. Oh, successful. Yeah. Oh, no. You're (laughs) correct. I wouldn't wouldn't take back something that's been, like, used and cut in half like that. But I have definitely – we've talked about this. I've definitely, like – if I think something's still in good condition – and like, you just got, you at least ask. Yep. 
you never know until you ask. Um, so Ross is like, it is a couch. You're right. <laughs> and she's it like, is a couch. In half. And he's like, yes, um, that's what I'm telling you. And she's like, and she's like, this, this was cut delivered half. cut in half. And he's like, look, I'm not unreasonable. I just want to, I will take store credit. <laughs> oh, gosh. And she's like, I'll give you $4. And he's like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, uh, which do you recognize her? You probably didn't watch the show. No. I'm guessing. No, I don't. Um, I don't know. She was on Suits. Oh, She's I did like, watch Suits. Um, yeah. Is she, she one of is who in the is latest she? seasons? Her name's Gretchen. She's Lewis's assistant. I was going to ask maybe if she not was one until like seasons three or four. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I didn't yeah. watch much of. I stopped watching Suits. I think around then. But yeah, I remember her a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I thought it, I was like, oh, was she an extra in Friends at a different point? But no, it's I recognize her from Suits for sure. Um, so Fun. Ross is still couchless, I guess, and or maybe he's just going to pay for the delivery fee next time. I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah, but he's kind of on the up and up, I guess. He's just out however much that couch costs. I'm going to guess like $1,500 at least. Yeah. Well, 1496 <laughs> is what he's out. He got store <laughs> oh, credit true. and the amount of $4. He got $4. <laughs> so true. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, thanks, Ross, for the memories. Thank Great you episode. for helping us pivot into this episode. Pivot into this episode. Uh, so that's all we have for you guys this time. Tune in next time with the one with Rachel's inadvertent kiss. Yay. Also classic. Also classic. Um, so yeah, thanks for being here. and We'll see you guys next time. See you then. Bye. Bye. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best Friends. One more time. Do you know what? Actually, before you do that, I was thinking, do Mm -hmm. we say Best Friends Club podcast? We should just say Best Friends Club. Why do we use the word podcast? It's obviously a podcast. People don't say like, hi, welcome to da-da-da TV show. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Do we say podcast? Now I can't remember. I I can't remember either, but I think we might say welcome back to Best Friends Club podcast. I'm Ashley. I do. I can't. I don't know if you do. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'll I'll lose it. I'm not sure if I do. Like I honestly, and you know, when please you start remind me about to a lose word it too next much. time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> okay. Ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs>